0: Welcome back to the 9 to 5 to Rich audio blog. This is Joshua Esters and I'm back again for a bonus episode. This is actually the first bonus episode of of all the podcasts that I've been doing. And you know, with this episode, I wanted to do also something different, um, just like I did something different on the previous episode. This episode is more like diving deeper into some of the interesting um events that have been that have been happening over the uh last few weeks up until now that haven't made it to the podcast and part of the reason why i started this podcast was uh um is to make it real right because you know i I put everything on wax i put my life on on wax right so um a number of reasons why I do the do the podcast is because I want my kids to have something to listen to so they can go back and kind of know where my my headspace was and the things that I was doing um, while they were while they're really young, um, you know they're they're very young right now so and uh, the other reason why is because I want my kids kids to you know have a have something tangible that they can you know have of their uh, of their heritage um but in, and also in the meantime while you know people are listening to this podcast um one of the benefits that i want to bring to people are making it real you know looking at my real life on this journey for those who don't know if this is the first episode that you're ever listening to um just a quick backstory on on who i am and and uh, where I came from is pretty much uh, 2018 in June. I was fired from my job, and I was fired from my job the day I came back from family leave. So my wife and I had our son, and the day I came back from uh, from that to go to work, I got fired. And at that time, that's when I decided to uh, start a online business selling on Amazon. And the rest is in the previous episodes. I documented that journey um, up until now, and we're actually approaching a year at this point. We're approaching a year, so right now it's April first, uh, May first, and um, you know uh, next month will be like the anniversary month. And you know it's 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 crazy because time flew so fast. I mean, so fast, and so many things have happened. Um, I had to file for bankruptcy. I had to move just recently. And, um, you know, and and those were actually all positive events to help me and my family move forward to success and happiness. Um, And, you know, it's 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 been an interesting ride. I'm going to kind of have like an anniversary type episode uh, within the next two months. So I kind of summarize it all at that point in time, but I want want to talk about a few things that haven't made it to the podcast, and you know, I guess some of the, some of the things I'm going to talk about are kind of like the the pros and the cons of entrepreneurship, and um, I'll start with um, about a few weeks ago, my wife um, had hurt hurt herself, and what happened was she was putting our um, ten month old or 11th uh, month note 11 month old at the time into the car seat you know nothing nothing out of the norm just putting the baby in the car seat and her back went out just just completely went out you know she's hollering and screaming I was I was sleeping upstairs in the room and I just heard you know moaning and kind of like screaming and things like that. So I'd come downstairs and, and she's pretty much paralyzed, you know, um, you know, just not able to move, you know? And um, so I was able to, you know, sit with her and kind of like, uh, kind of through time, kind of manage her to help her get on the, on the couch or, you know, up to a surface where she could kind of sit up, but it took a while, you know, um, and, and the baby's crying and, and, um, you know, I had my, uh, my daughter upstairs, um, who's, who's two years old, who's yeah, two years old. Um, she's, you know, you know, she, I was able to, you know, get her settled in, in her room so she could relax there for a se- second while I, while I try to, to help mommy as much as I could. And, um, you know, I think that was on a Monday, uh, a few weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Um, and, and it was just, um, uh, it it was just, it it was just, it was just bad. You know, it it was real bad. Um, and she was, she was out for a whole week, you know, you know, as far as mobility, being able to move, she was not, you know, able to do that. And, um, and, and, and it put sort of a, a, uh, It didn't put a strain on the business because, you know, I I operate the business stuff, you know, she helps. uh, She she pretty much is the ruler over, you know, the family and, you know, what we eat and how we should keep the house and, you know, the ruler of the house. Right. And I pretty much rule over the business. And, you know, I pretty much had to um, step aside uh, and step aside from the business to kind of do everything I possibly could on the, the home front, you know, taking care of the house and the kids and doing what I possibly can because she literally was not mobile for a whole week. Right. Um, so she, she had a, um, uh, uh something was wrong with her, the disc in her back. We eventually went to the doctor and all that kind of stuff and there was something wrong with the disc in her back. And they just gave her some muscle relaxers and pain pills, which really didn't do much, but um, we we managed to get through it within a week. So that was a you know that was that was very um, it was very eye opening for a number of reasons because one of the the things that I'm grateful for um, I'm very grateful for was the ability to even be there, right? So had I been working a nine to five, I would not have been there. Um, you know, my son would have eventually because he started to get, you know, antsy. I I thought when she put her put him in the car seat, I thought he was strapped, strapped in, but he wasn't strapped in. So he would have fell at the car seat and probably, you know, fell really hard on the hard wood floor. And that could have hurt him if I wasn't here. Right. And um, I don't know where her phone was. Uh, her phone wasn't. Close to her, like I said, she was literally paralyzed in that moment for quite some time you know and and if I wasn't there, um who knows how things could have went you know it 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 just it just wouldn't been a good thing, so I'm very grateful for the ability to uh, be home and uh, be here to help right so you know that that's something that you know you can't really uh, um, you know, you, you, you just have to be grateful for it, you know, because, um, it's, it's just a, it's a fantastic thing that I was there. It's not a fantastic thing that she, she got, she got hurt like that, obviously. Um, and I'm just grateful, you know, so that, that's one of the things that we know, I hope that people get a chance to experience As they jump into their entrepreneurial journey, whether they're working a job and and, um, you know, eventually, you know, hopefully that business on the side will grow and become their full time income and they can leave their job so they can possibly, possibly, you know, depending on what you're doing, possibly have more access to home or be home while you work. And, um, you know, that's definitely a pro, right, a pro to entrepreneurship The way in the way that I do it, which is online business, is I pretty much work from home and I'm able to be there. You know, I'm able to be there. Um, I don't have to call off for work. I I just, you know, I I was just trying to run through the different possible scenarios that this could have happened had I had a job, you know, um, happened to, you know, uh, it, it would just been I couldn't take a whole week off. From, from work. I mean, I could have maybe, you know, I mean, but, you know, it, it, it looks bad on you. You know, you feel some type of way you're feeling kind of kind of scared to ask for the time off or or depending on, you know, depending on who else been taking their time and depending on if you already been taking your time off your vacation and your sick days. If you used it all up already, then what? You know, you just take uh, these unpaid days off and that doesn't look good. You know, it doesn't look good. They, they ding you for that. You know, jobs, some jobs ding you for that. I know my job, my previous job would have dinged me for for taking time off if I didn't have any vacation or um, uh, or any sick days left if I used them up already. Um, so and in, in, in even if I did use my vacation time for for that event or that sick time for that event, what if. I really do want to take a vacation. So I can't even I wouldn't have been able to take a real vacation with my family because I used it up to help my wife during that time. So, you know, you know, I'm definitely grateful, but I I, I, and part of the reason why I'm grateful because I, I understand that in a scenario with if I had a job, how difficult that would be to be there for my family. You know, like it's, it, it's, it's absurd, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not human, you know, for, for me to have to be at a job when I can't be there for my wife. It, it, I don't know. It, it just doesn't sit well with me um, that that is the case for so many people. Um, so I'm just super grateful for that. So that's one of the things that kind of happened, um, that, That uh, that that I'm super grateful for that I that I had a that that I had like a um, I was thinking you know a a whole lot about uh you know time with the family, being able to spend time with the family, um and you know stepping aside from the business. What the business didn't, I, I didn't you know, yeah. There's things I could have done that could have you know pushed me forward, but ultimately. At that time, it didn't really, you know, make a huge difference um, that I took that week off, and it wasn't a hundred percent off. Of course, I was doing things here and there, but I wasn't really full fledged the way I'm us- the way I usually am. And so, yeah, you know, it's 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 a, it's one of the benefits of entrepreneurship, um, and I'm super grateful for it. And I understand a lot of people do not have that opportunity. And um, I feel for them, you know, I feel for them because I was I was there plenty of times. There was other you know, when I had a job, there's plenty of times where I couldn't, you know, do certain things or be there for my wife, especially like during her pregnancies. I mean, she really was not having a good time, you know, like really going through it mentally. uh, It was just very difficult um, for her when we started having um, after, after my first kid, you know, when she's, you know, I, you know, like I said, my kids are young right now. They're five, uh, two and one. So, you know, when I was having my two-year-old, she had to make sure I was, she had to make sure she was taking care of the, 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 the my oldest, my, you know, my number one. Right. And, uh, so on and so forth. So it, it's just been very hard for her. Um, and I wasn't able to be there for her. um, The way I the way I the way I should, you know, Uh, or the way that I the the way the the way that I should, I guess I should say it like that. I mean, I should be able to be like, hold up. Let me hold off work real quick and make sure the mental um, the mental strength of my wife is where it needs to be. You know, all focus on her, you know, or all focus on the kids when they're sick or something like that. And, 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 and that's been the case. You know, my kid's actually been sick, <laughs> you know, um, very bad uh, this, this, this last week. Um, you know, my, my oldest got some type of stomach bug and um, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't so great, you know. Um, and, you know, again, I had to step back a little bit from the business not too much you know um my wife was able to step in but i still had to um you know step in a little bit to assist with the uh, it might be some type of stomach flu that she had uh so i had to deal with all of the messes that come with that right so each time i would lay my head to go to bed each time literally i mean each time so i think the first night was like 3 a.m i was going to bed or or Two or three a.m. I was going to bed and, you know, she had an episode right with, you know, with with the mess that's the stomach flu comes with. OK, so um, that kept me up a little bit. I was up for a little bit. I, I couldn't really go to sleep after that. So I, I started working again and um, around five o'clock in the morning. That's when I would, that's when I went to go lay down again. And then she had another episode. So that kind of threw through our whole day. The next day it threw our whole day off you know, because we're tired and, you know, she's sick and, you know, we still have two other kids we have to look after as well. And, and, um, you know, I still have things that's in the business that I need to take care of. And, and um, so, so, you know, it's, it's, it's not fun, but the, the great thing is, is that I'm able to, you know, I'm able to be there, you know, and that's something that I wish and hope for everybody. You know, to have some type of flexibility with their work or their business to where they can be there, because life happens. You know, whether it's as little as a sickness from from a you know a, a, your your loved one uh, or your spouse or or significant other or to your kids, if it's sickness with your kids or whatever. You know, it could be it could be whatever. You know, the the. The whole main thing is is I wish and hope that everybody, at some point in their lives, get gets to a point where they can have flexible work, flexible a flexible business where they can be there for their family, and that's something that um, that's something that I want to uh, push towards is helping others um, find find their avenue, find their way to flexible work. You know, flexible work, it, 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 that can mean a whole different, a lot of, a lot of different things. It doesn't mean like, oh, you know, you work part-time and you only make a couple thousand dollars. No, I want people to make a living and some, so a living and some doing flexible work, you know, whether it's an online business or whatever. And I want to, you know, help people and provide them with tools to move in that direction. That's something that, uh, that's something that I want to do. Um, yeah you know so you know an, an enough of the uh I think that's I think that's all for the the debbie downer events you know so um let's get into something a little bit more a little bit more you know up upbeat I guess um, depending on how you look at it well, I've been you know changing my diet and I've been a vegetarian for the last three weeks, right so I haven't had any any type of meat products um, within the last three weeks. And, and it's, it's been great. You know, uh, it's been, it's been fantastic actually. And I feel better. Um, I'm eating better. Um, it, you know, eventually I want to move on to possibly, possibly, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, holding myself to it yet, but I'm just doing a little bit at a time, but possibly, uh, to moving towards to being a uh, vegan, right? So no dairy, no meat, um um you know that kind of thing right so that's that's a possibility but i i am taking it a step at a time with the no meat you know and i just been very conscious of uh, how i'm eating i'm eating a lot more you know, because you're vegetarian doesn't mean you're going to eat super, super healthy. That does not mean that. Right. But I've been not only vegetarian, but also being more conscious of the the foods that I'm putting into my body because I want to live long. I want to live happily. And, and I just think it's very important. I don't want, you know, to grow and have sicknesses and things like that, you know, in, 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 And ever since, uh, ever since Nipsey Hussle has died, um, you know, he, his, his death was so, uh, his death was so touching, right. And it, it touched people in a lot of different ways. And one of the things, one of the ways it touched me was, was, was diet, you know, that's one of the ways there's, there's other ways, too. But one of the ways that it, it, it touched me was he was very um, he was very centered on on diet and health. You know, he's very centered on that. And, you know, when, when he passed, it got me more serious about my my diet and what I take in my body. It's something that I've been thinking about for a long time, you know, over the past maybe year or so is like, you know, like, man, I need to, you know, I need to eat differently. I need to, you know, I just need to eat differently. But when he passed, it really, you know, it it really had an emotional effect on me. And one of the, I I think one of the, the greatest ways that I can pay homage to everything that he's done or everything that he's tried to do, um, is, you know, my, my diet, you know, uh, I think that's one of the ways I can actually pay homage and, and, and I want to do that. That's where it started, you know, um, is, is, and man, what can I do to, you know, to pay homage, right? Because, uh, because he, he has had such a positive effect around the people in his community, which was also my community as well. I, I grew up in the same area that he grew up in. Um, for the most part, he kind of grew up on the opposite side of town from where I'm from, but, um, but it's the same area I, I, I've been all in the same places he's been in, you know, it's, it's the same area pretty much. Um, so it, it had an effect on me, right. Uh, because we come from the same place and, and I just been taking it a lot more seriously. at At that moment, I got really serious. You know, I just kind of been um, um, looking at uh, a lot of different, um, a lot of different dietary information that he supported. And um, I even, you know, watched the the docu documentary series, the document series, uh, What the Health, you know. That really put me on the game about the about the meat. It gave me a little bit more details that I needed to know about about the meat thing, and you know, and and it just kind of just changed everything. Um, but one of the ways it really changed his death, really changed was the the diet stuff. So I'm working on. it in, in you know I I, keep, I I take that back. It's not. I I don't believe it's diet. I'm not, I don't. Yeah, I don't really like that word diet because I think diet has a different connotation it's, it's just, you know, eating, trying to eat the way we should be eating, right? The way humans should be eating. There's just a lot of different things that we should not be eating as human beings. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. So just being very conscious of that. And I've been, uh, uh just been hundred percent vegetarian for the last three weeks. And it's, 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 it's been crazy because, you know, I, I, you know, when you've, when i sit down and think about it i pretty much before i was eating meat like i guess every day you know yeah every day is you know you eat meat and a lot of people have different beliefs about you know about how they should eat right oh you need eat you need meat for protein you know that you hear you hear stuff like that which is definitely false um or You know, you need you need meat to make you fool. That's also false as well. You know, we we do a lot of different things uh, for reasons that they're not even real reasons, you know, because they 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 don't have any uh, um, they don't have any valid science behind it. We just do it because that's what we've been hearing all our lives and our parents and and the people around us. And we just grew up that way. We, we, We you need milk. They, they they say you need milk for, for strong bones. That isn't that actually doesn't make any sense. But um but if you don't sit down and think about it, it um you believe it, right? And when you're a kid you probably believed it. That's why you drink your milk to get strong bones. Uh but when actually that, that milk um isn't necessarily good for humans. But, you know, I won't get too political, won't get too too much into that, but I've been um really focused on my intake of stuff, you know, and it's been crazy because I, have really been enjoying, you know, I don't know, I don't know if it's psychological, I don't know what it is, but I really been enjoying the, the vegetables that I've been eating and, um, and, uh, just, just, there's just been tasty food that I've been eating, you know, um, that doesn't require meat, you know, at all. And I'm full. I don't, uh, before, before I was vegetarian, I used to eat at night a lot. Um, I'm a night owl. I go to bed, you know, four, five, three, four, five in the morning. Um, that's when I usually go to bed. I usually, it's either three, four or five is when I go to sleep, but usually it's like three 34, close to five, depending on what I'm doing. And that's when I, you know, cause I'm working, I usually work at night and that isn't the best habit you know, I am coming to the realization that that isn't the best possible habit, and it's something that I do eventually want to break. Um, but that's that's like my only quiet time where I can actually think, I can actually you know work, and uh, do all those things without distractions. Because one of the things that uh, one of the cons from is from working from home is there's just there's just distractions. You know, I I got I got three kids and a wife that stays home as well. And, you know, she likes to talk, my kids like to talk, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, and uh, it it can get a little challenging, right. Um, because, you know, you don't want to, well, I don't want to completely unplug, right. Whereas I'm just like, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I need, you know, I I want to be available and be there, you know, um, for their mental, uh, for their mental stability, um, but, um, but I also have a business to run. So I usually run everything at nighttime or, you know, in the midnight. Um, so I usually go to bed, like I said, three, four, five, six, uh, sometimes six, but that's, that's rare, you know, but five, the latest. And I usually get up like around between 11 and one o'clock, you know, in the afternoon. So, so I do get adequate time to work, you know, um, and you know, it's not always that productive work either because there are times that most of the times I am, you know, I do get fatigued, I do I do get tired, you know, so I'm not doing my best work, even though I have time to work, I'm not doing my best work because my mental um faculties aren't a hundred percent, you know. They're not like twenty percent, they're probably like eighty five percent, I would say, you know. Um so, so, you know, that, that's something that I, I want to, to change as well, you know, just as far as the health thing, right. You know, make sure I'm getting enough sleep because I, I do enjoy the mornings. I enjoy the mornings more than I enjoy the nights. So the mornings are like, you know, I have, I have this uh, ability to, to, to work from home. So I have the ability to do something I always wanted to do. And, um, and, and that is to, you know, you know, see the day at different times, right? You know, I, I, I like to see the, how the, the, the sun and the sky and, and how things look at different times of the day. And you can't do that if you have an office job, you know, you don't even, you know, you go in at eight o'clock and you don't come out till, uh, five o'clock, you know, or lunchtime. And, you know, the day pretty much, you don't really see the, you're not really focused on the beauty of the day. I mean, it's, the day, the skies and the, the clouds and, you know, the mountains and everything is so beautiful. Right. And, and, um, I want to see that more, you know, it's very energetic. It's very powerful for me to see that. And, and it allows me to stop and think about, you know, where I am, um, as a human being, w- what position that I'm in, in terms of entrepreneurship, because being able to just to see the day at 10 o'clock, you know, or 11 o'clock, Um, and that's, that's, man, that's, that's, um, it's a gift. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And, um, I, I do prefer to be up in the morning, but I'm right now kind of stuck in the, the, the cycle of, you know, working at night because the amount of work that I, that I have to do and I don't completely unplug during, um, when I wake up because I want to be there for my family. I got to to pick up my daughter. You know, my wife has, you know, my wife has, you know, certain needs, you know, in terms of um, communication with another human being, Um, you know, just, you know, and and like I said, my wife's a talker. So, you know, she gets talking about all kinds of stuff. Right. And, and that's, that's important for her. That's important for her mental health to be able to just talk. Right. Um, So I, I try to be there as much as I can, even though I still, I do work in the day. That's, that's not, um, let's not get it twisted. I'd still do work, but the most of my work uh, happens you know when everybody um when everybody goes down, you know, which is pretty much like um maybe around nine or ten o'clock, you know when everything's settled, the kids are in bed and all that kind of stuff um yeah, so that's that that's that um and it's also a blessing, you know, so I'm also grateful for the fact that I'm able to do that, but, um, it's not sustainable, you know, it's not sustainable and it's something I need to eventually change, you know, just flat out. Um, and there's actually a number of things that I, um, need to change that I'm looking and, and, um, uh, planning and, 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 and seriously looking at in terms of changing. So this pretty much this whole, this past 10 minutes, I probably talked about health, um, for the most part, I talk about food that I, that I eat, being a vegetarian, you know, um, being conscious of my my I guess my sleeping habits, I guess you could say with my the, with my work cycle during the day. Um, wanting to switch that up. <clears throat> um, but, you know, the problem with that is uh, also another problem with that is I like to be up at night. I, I, I kind of just like it. It's just so refreshing to just have that quietness and to myself. Um, that I can't get because that's that's how I am I I need time by myself you know I I need time to think I need time to plan I need time to you know um, I need time to learn Um, I need I need time to mentally grow you know I I just need that that quietness Um, if I can have it for the majority of the day that'd be awesome but that's not the case in my life so um, but anyways, yeah, I talked about that. And then the next thing that I am the next thing on my plate to to overcome is my smoking habit. Right. So I've been um, smoking. Um, I smoke E6 now, but um, yeah, not weed or anything like that. I I'm, I don't even I don't smoke weed. I, I don't I, I hate I hate the smell of it. <laughs> um i can't i can't get down with weed uh it's just not for me right so but i'm talking about like you know just just general e6 smoking um i just been on and off smoking um for the past almost 12 years um and you know just thinking back on it uh it's like damn that's um that's a long fucking time you know what i'm saying like that's a long fucking time you know like i as like i said i've been on and off but um but i can i can probably say most of that time you know i've been i've been smoking and it's it's um it's something i'm very conscious of i i, I broke the habit a few times um by replacing it with another habit right and then um and you know got back on um, let's see. So I got back on probably in 2000, I don't know, 14, I think. And, um, I've been pretty much going ever since. And man, that's a, it's a crazy habit, man. It's a crazy habit because like, you, you know, a person like me, like I like to know, I, I, I would like to know, man, how much am I spending on this? I'm I'm scared to even run the numbers. You know, even though I know that's something I should do, I'm just scared to even run the numbers on how much money is flying out of my pockets, you know, out of of my, out of my family's pockets, you know, um, on this habit, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, so it's a very challenging, um, addiction that a person can have and I have it. The problem is like, I mean, yeah, I I grew up up in a way um my my grandparents smoked my uh my mom's um boyfriend long time ago ex you know ex-boyfriend whatever uh he used to smoke and um and my uncle smokes I, I've, been, I've been around it but it, it never it, it was never like oh man i want to you know i want to smoke too it just kind of happened you know when i was 18 i was like oh, okay i can smoke now you know so let me go buy uh let me go buy some uh, uh, let me go buy some black and milds and smoke, you know, so that's what I did, was one of the first things I did when I was 18 was buy, buy a black and mild, and, um, and, you know, and I basically became addicted, you know, I was smoking all the time after that, Um, there's a few ways that I, you know, I, I, I kicked the habit, I kicked the habit, I kicked, I kicked the habit uh, early on, maybe after a year or two after I started, one of the ways I would, uh, one of the ways I I kicked the habit was, um, um, I would, I would put money, I would basically match my spending, right? I would match my spending. What I mean by that is at the time I was able to get, um, I think it was maybe two black and miles for a dollar. Not the case now. I don't think, um, but I was going to get two for a dollar and every time I spend a dollar, I'll save a dollar, right? So um after I think maybe like 30 days or something like that I um I spent a dollar and I saved a dollar. So and I put it away. I wouldn't touch or anything like that. And after 30 days or somewhere around there, I would go to that pile and I'll see how much money it was. I was like and I'd be like damn like this is the amount of money um that I've been spending. You know, on black amounts. And then um that was enough to get me to stop. Okay? Um, and then I don't know how I started back up again later on, um, but I started up again, maybe for a couple of years or so. Um, and the second way that I kicked the habit was I, um, I, I did an exercise. I ran, um, I don't know how many, I don't know, how many blocks or whatever it was. I don't, I don't know, but I think I ran for like maybe 10, 20 minutes a day, every day for 30 days. And the reason why I came, I came up with that was because, and this is, this is all on my own. I I didn't really, I didn't go online and look it up or, you know, I I didn't do anything. So I, I just thought of it, all of this myself. The reason why it worked was because I didn't, I couldn't do both. Right. You can't, you know, you can't work out and smoke at the same time. It just didn't register for me. It, people do it all the time. Right. People do it all the time. I, I, I later found out, but it, it didn't register in my mind. Like th- that doesn't make sense. Like, how can you smoke and work out? You know, it, it just didn't make sense. So I did that for 30 days. I did that without smoking for 30 days right so the first thing the first time I, I kicked the habit i was actually you know i was buying smokes and saving a dollar uh, saving whatever i spent but this time i didn't right so i ran around my uh the apartment complex that i lived in at the time i ran around it. it was a big complex and that was it i didn't you know i wasn't trying to run a mile or anything crazy but i would do that um and um it worked you know, and, and it, it, it worked because, like I said, in my mind, it I, I couldn't smoke again. <laughs> you know, it, it just didn't make sense. I hate running, hate running with a passion, but um, but I did it. And it was so brutal, you know, you know, like, you, you know, you're coughing and, and everything, you know, your whole, you know, esophagus, lungs, everything hurts. Right. I mean, it's brutal, you know, especially that first run. Very brutal, you know. And then as I continued on, it got easier and easier and easier, you know. And oh, yeah. And I needed a ton of water when I was done. Like it was it was just bad. I would I would, I would basically be feeling bad for maybe like 20 or 30 minutes, you know, tr- trying to just, you know, get back to my get my body back towards the normal state. But um, like I said, as you, as you progress and progress and keep doing it, it got easier and easier. Um, but that pain, right? That pain from man, like the reason why it hurts is because I've been smoking. <laughs> you know, like it, 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 it was just, um, you know, man, it was, it was. I, I guess that pain, not wanting to do it again, it just automatically sends signals to my brain that okay, this is not cool. You don't need to do this. So bam, I didn't do it. Right. Did that for 30 days. Um, and then I don't know, maybe some years later or, you know, whatever I got back on, um, I got back on and, 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 you know, smoking black and milds. Um, and, and then I had, and I want, I wanted to kick the habit again. Um, and then this way, uh, the, the way I did it this time was I was like, you know, I'm not about to run again. I, I freaking hated running. Right, I was in I was in junior college at the time, and uh, at El Camino College in Torrance, California, I was there, and um, I was like, "Hey, you know, just got the idea to take a swim class, you know, take swimming, take swimming classes." Um, And I was like, "Okay, well, you know, swimming is uh, I think it was like three times a week or something like that." Um, man, and I, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed swimming, so I, I I developed a passion for for the water for swimming. Um, and I my body had the same reaction, right? As far as like, man, this is hard. This is tough. You know, you're breathing hard and being, you know, not you know, it, it just it, everything hurts in your chest, right? Because um, you're exercising your lungs after they've been basically. Uh, being abused after your lungs have been abused for the amount of time that I was smoking and um so it was like it was a passion and it was easy to do because I was going to school already so I you know I'm already on campus so I just went to to swim class it was easy to do I enjoyed it I, I I love the water now and um it was exercise that I um that I, that I did. So it was very similar to how I kicked it the first time or, you know, kicked it the second time. Um, and so I did that. And then, um, you know, it, it it just sucked because after, after I I took like the swim class a or whatever the first one is, and then I took the advanced one the next semester where you, you know, you, where I'm in the bigger pool where you, you can't put your feet down. Right. So, you know, 20 feet deep or whatever it is where you can't even put your feet down and um and it was great i i, lo- I loved it and uh i haven't got into swimming since and um something i want to do again um is jump in the pool and um, get my swim on um so so uh, in, in 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 shortly after that it, it became like a policy where uh, you can't take swim again you know what I'm saying like you used, it used to be like you could take the same class as many times as you want to who cares but they put a new policy in where and I, and I guess it's because you know the, the the number of students trying to get in at the time I think this was like maybe like 2008 or nine when uh, the demand for college was really high after the crisis uh, maybe this was 2010 or something like that um yeah 2000, between 2008 and 10 I think was when I was doing it and um, you know they put the policy in place, so I couldn't swim again. I was like, okay, you know, it's fine. Um, but you know, time went on, and I picked up the habit again in 2014. Um, uh, when I moved into my third apartment, my third apartment with my wife, we we uh, moved. We've moved to Inglewood. Um, I grew up in Inglewood, but we, before that we moved our, our sec, our first apartment, we lived kind of downtown LA and then our second apartment was in Long Beach. And then, um, I moved to Inglewood, uh, moved back to Inglewood in, um, 2014, I believe. And, uh, picked up an e-cig and, um, yeah, just been, just been pretty much on it since then. Um, the problem is, um, I like to smoke. Like I like it. I like seeing the smoke I like seeing smoke come out of my mouth it in the air if the wind is blowing my smoke i'm I'm, I'm mad you know what I'm saying because it's, it's 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 making me not enjoy my smoke right so it, it it's it's at one point it was so bad where it's like you know if I see smoking and, and if I didn't have uh, if I didn't have um, um, a black and mild or something like that I would go and buy one, you know, and, and, and here's, here's a, a an example of that, that always stayed in my mind, right. To, it, it really defines my addiction. Um, this example. So one time, and this is, um, this was before 2014. So before I picked up the e-cigs in 2014, when I was still smoking the black and Miles, um, and, um, Yeah, maybe like 2008, 9 or something like that. Um, I was watching the Malcolm X movie and it was probably 8, 9 o'clock at night. And I was watching Malcolm X and, you know, somebody was on there smoking. And my mind was like, you know, my mind liked the way the smoke was looking and all that kind of stuff. I paused the movie, went down to the gas station and picked up some Black and Miles, Like that always stayed with me, that memory always stayed with me because it defines the level of addiction that, um, that I have. Right. So, um, so I kind of been putting it off over the past, you know, year, um, since I've been having kids, I kind of just been putting it off in terms of taking action to stop smoking. Um, because life has just been very difficult already being being newly married having kids you know my wife and I pretty much doing mostly everything ourselves taking care of ourselves making our own money watching our own kids um you know it's just been very uh, very stressful extremely stressful uh we've been we've been my wife and I've been in very extreme stress extreme stress situations for extended periods of time, you know, um, since we had kids and, um, and one of my ways of kind of relief was the smoking, you know, you, that that, you know, I had five minutes, you know, two or three minutes of just smoking that temporary relief is like, you know, I, I need something to, and it, it's, it's a falsehood. It's not, it's not real. It's not true. I mean, it, Smoking doesn't make you feel good, but there are times where it's like, man, I need to smoke. You know, shit is crazy. I need to smoke, you know, um, and I, I enjoy it. Right. I enjoy smoking. And uh, that 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 is something I don't think people are willing to admit, but I'm willing to admit it. I've always admitted it to myself. Myself is I enjoy it. I like smoking. You know, it it's just that simple. Um. So as I've been, you know, being, becoming more serious about the things I intake into my body, I'm like, okay, I can't put this off anymore, you know? And I, I have to go, I have to go back to the raw way because the swimming pool isn't that accessible to me right now. I mean, it is I just, it, it, you know, at, the, at the YMCA. I can, you know, I have a membership. I can just go down and get in a swimming pool, but there's actually friction there. I have to you know, I have to get up. I have to drive. I have to just, there's a lot of friction. So there's a lot of opportunities to make excuses, right? So even though the YMCA is not too, too far from me, I can go down there, and <clears throat> start swimming if I really wanted to. Um, but there's a lot of friction. It's like, okay, man, I'm be, you know, away from my kids, my my wife, I need to help make sure my wife is good and I make sure I'm helping around the house. And there's a lot of friction. So I got to go back to the raw, the raw way, you know, get out there running again, you know, doing the thing I hate, um, because there's so much pain in it, you know, and that pain, um, I'm what I'm the, the, the response that I'm, that I'm looking for is pain. I'm looking for pain. Like, damn, I don't, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to go through this again. So I have to go through that pain, um, and fatigue, that I experienced, um, um, the first time around when I first tried this. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, starting, uh, t- starting tomorrow. Okay. So I got my, um, I went online, you know, picked up some, uh, some workout, you know, shorts and work, you know, like dry fit workout shorts and dry fit workout shirts. And I got some, uh, got some running shoes and, um, you know, I don't, I don't need to drive anywhere. I don't need to, you know, I can, I, I, I can, there's no, there's not really any friction. The only friction is me putting those clothes on. That's it. You know, I don't have to, you know, worry about what time any place closes or anything like that. I can run anytime I want to. Um, so that's why I chose this route. Um, because it's, it's frictionless and I can do it. Um, I could do it right now if I wanted to, but I'm not. I'm going to um, set up tomorrow. I have my my, my gear coming in tomorrow um, and just, you know, throw it in the washer, get it on and get back out there uh, because I am trying to make some major changes in my life um, and I'm at a point in my, my life where it's like, health family relationships and entrepreneurship those things are actually the same thing for me they it's they're, it's starting it's starting to blend for me right uh and and and, and all of that is going to create happiness and which is the ultimate goal anyway which is just happiness you know if i'm treating my body a certain way i'm going to be happier i'm eating a certain way i'm going to be happier if my business is succeeding in a certain way i'm going to be happier you know and in my in in that happiness is going to um you know spread uh or or you know um it's going to it's going to affect the people around me and make them happy as well so so that's that's the goal that's the goal and um you know in terms of business um There, there's a few changes happening in my business. I've been somewhat, um, somewhat, I wouldn't say cruising, um, but kind of in, in thought, in thought mode, you know, or, you know, just thinking a lot and trying to find my way, um, over these last couple of months, Um, I was, and the reason why I was able to do that is because I was able, the work that I've been putting in up until a couple of months ago have paid off significantly and is paying off currently significantly, um, um, over the last couple of months. And it's given me the opportunity to kind of step back a little bit and evaluate what I'm doing. And how I want to move forward. Right. So I'm not out there as of now, hustling, bustling and you know, and hustling, 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 hustling. And I, I did that. I found some opportunities that paid off very significantly. And that allowed me to step back a little bit and analyze what I'm doing and where I'm going. And for you know, for a good a good, you know, month and a half, two months, I was pretty much lost in terms of, you know in, in terms of where I want to go Because the problem is um, The problem is Is finding um, Finding consistency You know And finding a balance um, Between and, 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 and you know It's not really a balance that I'm looking for But um, finding a way to build a real business that's, that's pretty much what it is it's finding a way to build a real business because over this last year I proved to myself that I can hustle I can hustle you know I don't if I don't have money I can hustle my way to money you know if you've been following this podcast you know that too right there's plenty of months that things weren't popping, you know, and um, and now things are popping, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and and uh, so so I know how to turn a nickel into a dollar, and that's not because I'm just sitting here saying it, I proved that to myself. I know that I have the capability to get out there and hustle to pay my bills, right? Cause for, for the first couple of months that I've been doing this, I haven't really been, you know, being able to do that because you know, not the, begin, the beginning stages and figuring things out. But I now have the, the capability because of all the things that I've done is uh, I have the capability to hustle. The, the, the good thing about hustle is if you know how to hustle, If everything's taken away from you, you know how to get back to the top, you know, because you've developed that capability of turning nothing into something. That's the great benefit of hustling. And, but you, but you can't, but you can't stay a hustler, right? You can't stay a hustler because hustling takes too much damn time. Like there are many nights when I was hustling I didn't sleep and there's a thousand things to do and I can't get everything done. And what eventually happens is you become the bottleneck to your success. Think about, um, think about a bottle, <laughs> you, know, you, you know, think about an actual bottle, a Coke bottle or whatever, right? And think about the neck of that bottle you when you're hustling you're hustling for a long time just when you're just just hustling that's all you're doing is hustling you end up stuck at the neck of that bottle and all of the things that you do all the little things that you need to do are the uh are, are are the are the contents under you in that bottle and it can't get out it can't get out because you are the bottleneck you're the bottleneck for growth. You can't really grow because there's only so much time and so many things that you can do on your own. And I'm talking about talking about myself right now. And I'm also talking about other entrepreneurs because I'm not the only one in this situation where you're doing everything yourself and you're trying to grow. And as you're growing, you're still doing everything you everything by yourself and you're missing out on possible other opportunities or you're not able to take take advantage of all the uh, all the opportunities that you set out to take because you can only do um, you can only do so many things yourself, right? So um, and only that you know you you know you end up getting tired and you know and you're missing out. You're not sleeping. You know you're not you know you're not you're not you know building relationships with other people. You're not you're just hustling you're making your dollar you're making your money um, but you know but you don't really have a business so when you're hustling uh, I don't really have a business as a hustler you know because if something happens to me like you know if, if I have an incident where I'm out for a week me personally um, My business is going to decline Right So something happens to me My business will decline Like if I get sick Or if I get, you know All this kind of stuff My business will decline So I've been like Really trying to crack the code For Man, I, I, I can hustle And Um you know i could do it but man I, i'm i'm burnt out there are just sometimes i get burnt out and um and i'm tired of not sleeping well because i'm constantly doing something that i don't want to do um and i'm tired of like just having a thousand things to do every day you know and 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 it's 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 tiring um you know it, it's just it's it's that's just what it is. It's tiring and it's actually no way it's it's actually not a real way that a human being should operate. It's just not sustainable. You can do it for a certain amount of time and sometimes that's exactly what you have to do. Um and I, I went through that phase already. I went through the hustler phase already. And you may be going through the hustler phase already, right? Um, and, and that's just the way it is sometimes at the beginning. You know, you have to go through it to, to take you to the next level, whatever that may be for you. Especially when you have a nine to five, you are going to have to hustle. You are going to have to, you know, put in that time um, for, for a little bit. It's not sustainable. You can't do it forever, you know, but but you do have to do it. You have to go through that phase. The next phase after that is, okay. well, how do I build a real business where I don't do everything? Or how do I build a business where, you know, uh, in my case, how do I take on less risk? Right. Because I spend a lot. I spend a lot of money on inventory. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a risky endeavor, you know, um, there's risk in anything, but, you know, there are some risks that I take that I can't keep taking the same kind of risks, you know, um, I know how to mitigate my risk with information. Um, but still, you know, you know, I can be wrong at some point or something that I know Worked at one particular situation, but does it work in the situation that I'm pursuing? But I think it does, right? So there, there's always risk. So I'm looking to lower my risk and um, lower um, and lower the amount of time that I spend on things that don't that I don't want to do, or that don't grow the business, or that don't fit into my my uniqueness or my talents or whatever I'm, or my strengths, you know, um, I'm, I'm really trying to figure that out. And just over this past uh, week, I actually came across some very, very um, thought provoking information that really put me on the right track that really let me know that really told me and let me know that I was on the right track so I've been listening I've been listening to a lot of uh Dan Sullivan's uh podcasts and and um just last night or all the two nights ago I just spent like two hundred dollars on on like four or five of his books um because they spoke to me, you know, his, 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 his message spoke to me. Um, So, so Dan Sullivan talks a lot about, you know, entrepreneurship and, and really taking that leap from doing everything, doing tasks that aren't money making tasks or doing tasks outside of your strengths or unique abilities or outside of what's really important to you and the company. So, doing less of those things, or none of those things at all, and really focusing on a few things that you're actually good at that actually that actually moves the needle for your business and not getting bogged down into all of the uh, technicalities and all the details and all the all the little things that actually someone else can do right so so I've been diving in a lot towards information, and all of it makes total sense to me right now, so I was. Lost until I found that until I found that uh that information where he talks about these concepts um of entrepreneurship that directly relates to what I'm talking about right now so um one of the things um I'll mention a few of them here one of the things he talks about is building a, a self managing company, you know, self-managing company. And my interpretation of it um, was is the, is the the essence the essence of it is pretty much hire you know, building a team, hiring other people to do the the the, the tasks that you don't like Um, that aren't fun for you, that are draining energy from you and that don't keep you motivated. You know, in every business, there's things that you're you're not going to like to do that if you hired someone else to do them, that would free you up to spend time on the things that you actually love to do that you find motivating and fascinating because every business has that aspect of it. And if you set your business up where you only focus on what's motivating and fascinating to you in that business, which may be one to three things, not only will you have more time freedom, um, you're actually going to have more happiness because you have time freedom and you're not going to be busy, you know, a thousand hours a day um, doing a whole bunch of everything. And you actually, you know, have a team doing the things that you hate, but they may like it. You hire people who like doing bookkeeping. You hire people who like, who love doing prepping and shipping to Amazon. You hire people who like and love to write sales copy or whatever it is. All the things that you hate or don't like or, you know. Don't like anymore, hiring out those activities so you can focus on the one to three things that you find fascinating and motivating, and leaving the rest to other people. You know, whether that be employees or virtual assistants or even software, there's a lot of software out there that does a lot of the things that a lot of people try to do by themselves. And man, I When I heard that, it just blew my mind, you know, and uh, I was so, so happy that I found his stuff. You know, I was so happy, so delighted because it's exactly where I'm at in my business where it's like I cannot continue to keep a garage full of product i need to hire a prep center Uh, that's what they're called in my business the amazon business um is they're called prep centers where you get inventory sent to the prep center The, the prep center you know boxes it up and you know do all that does all that stuff your products box them up and you know send them off to the amazon warehouse that would kill that i mean that takes that's actually the thing that i hate doing the number one thing that I hate about um, my business is that over over time, I actually have uh, I've made it easier on myself. Um, I've done things to make it easier on myself. I bought a very uh, efficient printer. I um, I have a I have a a, a garage, right? which was part of the reason why we moved to this to to the, to the place I live in now so we could have garage space you know so I can have place to put the products instead of all over the house like they were before um, i've i've made it easier for me but what's happening now is in one single shipment to the Amazon warehouse it could be anywhere from 3 to 700 different Uh, 700 items three three to 700 items and that takes some time you know Um, and one of the first things I did was um, I didn't hire a prep center yet one of the first things I did was actually something that I should have done a long time ago is when you send your products to the Amazon warehouse uh, they require you to print out a, uh, a pre-printed label that you know the Amazon gives you and put it over the barcode of each product right so just imagine three to seven hundred products that I need to put put these labels on so I have a, I have a label printer so that has made it easier I just have it the, the the printer print out the labels and I stick them on the products and throw them in the box um, the problem is that that take that takes time it just takes time and and a lot of times it would take days uh for me to fully complete a shipment um because i have other things i need to do and sometimes you're just procrastinating because you know you just don't want to do it and it it would just take you know three four or five days even a week And next thing you know it's uh it's 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 saturday so or, or friday and it's like oh well i might as well you know do it on sunday so i can have it out by monday you know uh, you know so you know I, just putting it off putting it off and one of the things that i did that i should have done a long time ago is actually in the uh in my amazon account there's a there's a settings where i can uh pay amazon to put the labels on for me so i can actually send them to the fba warehouse and the empl- employees there they'll put the labels on for me for a fee It's 20 cents 20 cents per product and I've been doing that over the last, uh, the last two shipments, um, the last two shipments, uh, pretty big, I think maybe 400, 500 units. Um, and man, that made a huge difference, huge difference. Um, I get the shipment done faster. Um, I get, I get it out faster. So that means I can sell it faster because the faster you get it out to the Amazon warehouse, the faster you could sell it. And it's actually been working wonders, you know, in terms of time, like I'm not spending, you know, six hours on a, you know, six, six hours on a shipment and getting halfway, only halfway done with it. So that saved me a lot of time. Right. So that when I found the concept, that was the first thing I I, I did was that I should have did that a long time ago. And the next step is eventually just outsourcing that entire process where I don't even look at a product. Um, So one of the, also one of the ways I made it easy was I got into the wholesale business. So with the wholesale business, um, you know, they, you know, you buy products, they send it to you, they, you know, they send the products to you and they're already in the boxes. So I just, you know, count them, make sure everything is, uh, make sure everything is there. And then I put them back in the boxes and then send them back out that's it that's what i do now um if you're doing like retail arbitrage where you're sending where you're buying products uh from retail stores and then selling selling them on amazon it's a little bit different because you have to you know it, it's a little bit more work in terms of the prepping um it's just a little bit more it's not that easy or, or it's not as fast as the wholesale but Um, that's one of the ways I made it easy too is getting into the wholesale business so I made it as easy as I possibly could for myself even I I hate it I hated it with a passion but I didn't want to outsource it at the time and um, because I was afraid I was basically afraid to do so right um, and, um, so what I did was the next level was like, Hey, how do I make this as easy as possible for me? How do I make it as frictionless as possible for me? And I'm all the way down to that point at this point in time, but I still don't want to do it. I hate it. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. I, I just freaking hate it. Unless somebody's doing it for me. Um, I, I, I only want it done if somebody's doing it for me. So that's my next step is hiring a prep center. Um, to send my products to let them you know baggage it uh, bag it up box it up whatever and then you know ship and they ship it out to the amazon fba warehouse um so so that is actually the one thing that if i did that would give me so much time back right um, that's probably the number one thing that takes the most time um, and it's not a money making activity. It's not a money money making activity. The, the, actually the number one, um, well, it could be. It, number one, the number one, okay, so the number one consistent activity is the prepping, the prepping and shipping. Um, and the number two, which can sometimes be number one, is the sourcing. Right where I'm finding where I'm looking for products to sell, that takes quite a bit of time, you know. Um, but it's actually something that's somewhat enjoyable to me, somewhat, because I like looking for opportunity. So, um, I, I I really like looking for opportunity, and I like looking at products. I like, um, you know, trying to find, trying to find, you know, the the, 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 the underserved market or trying to find the window of opportunity, trying to find something, trying to find a diamond in the rough, I guess you could say. I really like that. And and that's how I scored big on the, uh, the last, uh, on the last two deals that I did that allowed me to, uh, that allowed me to make, uh, enough money where I can kind of sit back and think about these things. So, um, so I've just been eating off that for a little bit. And what's happening now is I'm at a point where I'm almost sold out of uh, some of those opportunities, some of those diamonds in the rough that I found, right? So I'm I'm almost sold out of those. Um, So, so uh, my business is uh, in need of new opportunity, but being so bogged down with the details of my business, I haven't had time to jump back in and find more opportunity, you know, because there's so many other different things I need to do, you know? Um, so, so eventually I want to move into the self managing company where pretty much everything is done. I'm going to take it, I'm going to take it a step further where it's like, I'm not only doing, I'm I'm not going to be doing the things that I love about the business. I'm eventually going to hire that out. So the things that I actually love about the business, I'm actually going to train somebody to do that part and hopefully completely completely remove myself from the business where it can run without me. That's the ultimate goal. But it's all about baby steps. So the baby step is is the um um the prepping, you know, getting the products prepped ready for shipment to the Amazon warehouse. That's the number one goal is to get that out of out of my life. <laughs> and then the second part would be um um, getting help, getting help with the sourcing, right? Even though I do like the sourcing, there are some things that I think I can get help with that'll make the sourcing faster. Um, that's uh, That's number two. So I'm not gonna entirely outsource that. It's just, I'm just gonna probably hire some help. Um, but you know it's on a case by case basis because sometimes I I find stuff, and the opportunity is so great it I can I can you know um, um. I can kind of slow down a little bit, you know, um, in the sense that I don't always have to be hunting and hunting and hunting because once you find a few that really pay off really well, you can kind of you know, maybe get, like I'm doing now is kind of, okay, let's jump back into business in terms of, okay, what's working, what can I outsource and where I'm not really looking for products per se, because I'm already, I already found my, my few that I can take advantage of and it takes up all of my, uh, capital and all that stuff. But, um, that's, um, that's number one and number two, as far as the business goes in terms of freeing me up. In terms of time, freeing me up in time. Those are the two things that I'm going to tackle first. Um, but before that, I'm gonna tackle um, my personal life. My personal life. How do I free up more time for myself from my personal life and also my wife? How do I free her up? What are the th- couple of pain points? Um, in our lives that we hate doing that we just we procrastinate because we hate it we hate doing it it's tedious we don't like it and it's taking away time from spending time with our kids or spending time with each other and it's also draining us of energy and affecting our mental health in some way okay so that's actually an easier one to, to tackle, because if I look at my days there's there's a number of things that I get frustrated about that she gets frustrated about and if we if we didn't have to do those things, um man, life would be so much greater, and that would be basically house cleaning right clean the house, clean the dishes, and uh, planning. And prepping and making food, right? Um, for us, those are like the three main pain points for us. And the clean the house is always a hassle. You know, we got kids; it's always dishes. You know, you know, it's 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 just you know it's a mess that we have to just keep cleaning up day in day out, day in day out, and it's a strain, you know, because, um, you know. I get pulled away from the business or I get pulled away from, you know, um, doing what I need to do for the business or I procrastinate on doing certain things in the business because there's so much work around the house that I need to help out with. Um, um, two would be, um, planning, prepping meals, dinner. Now our the way we eat has been changing so that means you know how we plan and 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 things like that for for what we eat changes as well but even before that it's just kind of always been you know just a pain point for us as far as like shopping and and um you know she doesn't really enjoy cooking you know um uh she doesn't really enjoy cooking and uh it's just, it's it's just a pain point. You know, it, 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 it makes, it makes us stressed, you know, a lot. So we actually had a meeting today with the house cleaner. She's going to come every two weeks, do a deep cleaning on the entire house. My next step is finding someone at least three times a week to clean our dishes. Um, and, um, uh, what am I missing? Um, uh, as far as the meals, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking into possibly, um, like a meal service company where we get our meals delivered, um, get our meals delivered. Uh, I don't know, man, maybe every other week or for, for two weeks of every month. Um, so that way it just, it just kind of lessens the burden. I mean, you can't, it's going to be a little difficult to eat a hundred percent off of meal delivered places, uh, meal delivering services, but, um, but maybe uh, every other week or something like that, that way it just kind of lessens the burden a little bit. Now, now I'm at a point where, like I said, I've, I've been, you know, I've, I've been hustling and I found a few opportunities that paid off very well. So I'm taking that money that I'm getting and investing it back into myself, my wife and my business. Um, So I'm using the profits to do that. Now, starting out, I couldn't even have this conversation. You know, I couldn't even have this conversation. You got to have some dollars in your pocket, you know, to, to be thinking like this, Um, to a certain degree, right? To a certain degree. Um, And what, what this is going to do, I'm, I'm gonna do this for two months. So I'm gonna kinda basically outsource um start starting with my home, you know. So I haven't found a prep center yet for my company. Um and I haven't found a VA to help me with my sourcing yet. I've been focusing on how do I make the home life easier, you know? Um, cause that will allow me to take on a few more things in the business. Um that maybe I don't necessarily like, but I'll do them for now until I get some, get a few more dollars and then I'll hire it out. But mainly, uh, um, one of the things I'm not, I'm not going to let go or not wait on is the prep center. Um, and maybe I'll get some help with the sourcing depending on, um, depending on a few things, but, uh, but I want to get, um, I want to get my house situated in terms of freeing up my wife and myself from duties around the house. So even hiring a uh, uh, one thing I missed was hiring a um, like a like hiring someone to, you know, uh, spend spend a few hours with our kids during the day, um, maybe three, three times a week. Um, so that way. Um, you know, it just kind of just breaks up the monotony of my wife having to cut in myself, actually my wife, but more so my wife to, um, constantly, you know, be constantly be at the, 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 demands of our kids, you know, all day, every day. Right. So that'll free her up a couple of hours and also free her up just to kind of just get get some mental space, Because um, that's what it's all about. We're trying to get to a point where where we can focus on the things that really, really matter to us um, in our relationship, and also really, really matter to us as individuals. Um, so so yeah, hiring somebody to spend time with our kids, maybe like two two hours, just nothing nothing crazy, like two hours. Um, you know, while we're at home, so the, the person would be in our house, um, hiring someone to clean and, um, um, and, 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 getting some assistance with the meal prepping. Um, so, but what I was saying before that was, is, um, a, a few things happened. So not only did the opportunities that I pursued in my business are paying off, I got a nice, uh, tax refund that's um that that helps as well and what I am hoping to do with this is um this will allow me to actually make more money because if I can focus on more money making activities I'll have more money and then I can actually grow the business where I'm not the bottleneck anymore Um, because I have a thousand things I need to do every day. Um, so I can actually focus on money making activities, the things that I, that I'm good at and the things that I actually like, which are looking and validating new products, new opportunities. Um, that's what I'm good at. That's what I like doing. I like looking for new, for new products to sell and validating those products and pursuing those products and, you know, getting those uh, getting those wholesale accounts, you know, calling the calling the suppliers and and um, all of those things. Those are all money making business building, business building activities. Um, if I free myself up from the, the, the daily tasks of, of life. And business, I'll be able to focus on more money making activities and have things in the pipeline because my pipeline is empty right now. Um, I am at this point starting at ground zero again because I already have my the opportunities that I pursued and that are paying off. Those are pretty much on autopilot right now, but they're not going to last forever. You know, I'm, I'm selling it. You know, it, it's making me money. It's all good but at some point I'm not going to have any more of those products, right? So I have to continuously be putting products in the pipeline and um so that way I have a consistent business. And that's what I mean by consistency, right? So um man, you know, in in when I came across those concepts, I came across some other concepts concepts as well by Dan Sullivan and, and it's just been speaking to me so gravely and I'm uh, diving real deep into them because um, it's it's exactly what I need at this point in my business and you know and man it's it's this past month man I've, I've been probably the the happiest that I've been um, in, years, in years and years uh, and my wife as well I mean I've seen, because what's happening in, in our world is things are starting to level out a little bit because we come from very high stressed situations. Prolonged, high stressed situations. That's where we come from. Um, and now we're finally getting to a place where things are starting to level out a little bit. You know, she's she's starting to, to just be happier because I am spending more time being available, I'm more happier. So I'm, 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 I'm contributing to 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 the the happiness of the relationship. She's contributing to the hap- happiness of the relationship. Uh, my kids are doing better. We just we she you know we're we, we're just we're just happier. And this is the happiest that I've probably been. And um, in in in. I can't even remember, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really can't, um, man, because once we, once we start having kids, and it's not because of the kids, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying because of the kids. It's just, you know, we became adults, you know, just being adults and taking care of ourselves and our kids and navigating through life has been extremely stressful for for us um and in different ways um and and man i mean we we come we come from some really tough times and things are slowly slowly not a hundred percent slowly leveling out and i'm at a point i'm at a point where i i feel like i'm capable where i i can provide doing this entrepreneurship thing. Um, but there's still fear, right? There's still fear because I have to continue to do it. Right. And, um, I still have to build a real company and that's my, that's my goal. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're already at, um, almost an hour and a half and, um, I just, I just had to I just had to get on and talk about those things, you know, it, it, it's, it's just been on my mind and man, I, I, I really hope that this speaks to somebody, you know, that that's what I'm really pushing for. Not only do I need to just get this off my chest, I need, I, I hope that this speaks to somebody because this is real life right here. What I'm talking about is real life. A lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs or in business they see a lot of different things on the 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 different um the different uh, channels of media that they look at they see a lot of different things and 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 it's not all real you know i'll say most of it's not real but i'm talking real life right here and um i'm going to continue talking real life and i just hope that it speaks to somebody in the meantime um, stay up, stay smart, stay ambitious. Start your startup and stay up. And you know what? Actually, yeah, you know, I, got, I got some new, new, um, new ways of communicating right here. I'm, I mentioned it before, so you can now reach me at um. You can now reach me email, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram, my handle is at uh is at nine underscore five to rich twitter is the same thing nine underscore five to rich Um, email address is nine underscore five to rich at gmail.com but yeah i just want people to you know hit me up let me know if the podcast is um you know making any positive impacts um you know please share this episode uh, if you don't mind, go to iTunes and, and rate me, uh, rate the podcast and see if, uh, you know, give me a five, give me a one, give me some type of rating. Um, so that way I get some feedback from you or if you have any questions about anything I'm doing. But more importantly, I just want to hear from you. I want to I want to know what your journey is. I want to know who you are. I want to know. Uh, I want to know about you. You know, and um, and if there's anything that I could possibly help out with, if I if you have any possible questions, I'm open to that as well. But I want to hear from you no matter how I hear from you, no matter if you say, hey, you know, the podcast is shit, <laughs> you know, or you say, hey, you know, the podcast is, is, is great. Um, you know, I have this question or or this is what I'm doing, but. Mainly the the most important thing is I want to hear from you. So Instagram at nine, at nine underscore five to rich, uh, all spelled out Twitter at nine underscore five to rich, all spelled out. Hit me up on Gmail. If you want nine underscore five to rich spelled out, uh, at gmail.com. And, um, until next time, stay up.